Alright, how are we looking? Sound test good? Yep. I think it's working pretty well on my side. We can test yours too, but... La la la. Yeah. Am I not, not peaking? Yeah, it's it's coming up. We're getting like negative six or so. I think that's basically good. Alright, uh, sit there. Do you want to bring up the notes? Yep, let's just grab this. We're doing force this week? Uh, we did force last week. Did we not plan anything for this week? I thought we had something else. We usually do... Ah, oh, shit. Um, hmm. Oh, uh, we can wing it. We can do a freeform episode, maybe. We might have to, but... Uh, I feel bad. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. Let's just plan something for next week, and we'll just wing it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. They'll focus? They'll deal with it. Focus. Focus. All right, to start us off in three, two... How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake. I am joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It always impresses me that you remember that intro. I know I don't do it, but the fact that you do it every <laughs> time is like... I mean, granted, it's practice. Yeah. But every time we... Do, it's like once a week we do this, and I immediately forget. I would be I would be remiss if I misrepresented myself a little bit here. There are times where I'm just kind of like in the car, and I'm like... Do I remember it properly? And I say it with the same like intonation and pacing, and thankfully no one else around because yeah. people would realize I'm a weirdo. But just to make sure I still have it right, like it doesn't just drift out of memory. You could work in like a call center customer service because you got that shit down, boy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I've had that. I've had like several jobs where it was important for me to have like not like a script, but answer the phone consistently yeah. and professionally. So it's it's there. It's there. But. Uh, that's basically what this episode's about. I think we're going to talk about call centers today. Um, not really. <laughs> Dave raises his eyebrows, though. I briefly was I was in a call center for a day. Oh, really? Because I worked uh, for PPL. Mm-hmm. I worked for their internal stuff, so everything we made was uh, applications for the business. Right. And part of that was we spent some time with people in the call center saying, like, "Hey, what is your day to day? What do you do? Uh-huh. What things could be improved upon? What do you?" hate about your job not not in so many words yeah but it's like what could be improved like if we were designing an application to help what you do what do you do <laughs> and so i was on there down there for i said a day it's like four hours yeah i mean that's um, part of a day i think that basically works out a whole 24 hours <laughs> leave the building oh man yeah i think that uh from what i've heard call center is basically the uh the least well-received job i think like it's it's there's not like a tier list where you're like well if you're in a call center you may enjoy your job or it might be slightly bad it's always been like dante's inferno basically for your quality of life it's nobody wants to get a cold call yeah as far as i know maybe some people are like fuck am i lonely yeah (laughs) i would love an ad for a a timeshare some other shit we have to deal with those, like, I have to deal with those a lot more now that I'm employed, and I guess my information's on, like, LinkedIn and stuff, but, oh yeah, like, just a lot of spam calls, and I feel bad, because, like, I want to, like, execute human decency against other people, and, you know, like, whatever, but that's just playing into what they want. Like, they're gonna, they're gonna get you to acknowledge that the call's been picked up, and then immediately launch into their spiel, because they know that you just want to say, no, thank you. And they don't give you the opportunity. And I'm just like, ah. Yeah, I picked up the one day. And it's pretty uncommon that I do. If I don't recognize the number, I'm like, fuck off or leave a voicemail. We'll, we'll talk later. Yeah. Uh, so I got the call. After shits and giggles, I think I was in l- l- line for lunch at the cafe. Uh-huh. I was checking out. And I was expecting a call from somebody else. I didn't know the number. And they're like, hey, they started talking to me about all this stuff. And they just kind of kept going. Uh-huh. And it was apparently about... Being able to sell off a timeshare. Like, are you tracking the timeshare type thing? <laughs> you got the actual timeshare. And I just kept going with this person like, what are you talking? Like, I was giving them the benefit of the doubt. I figured it wasn't for me. Yeah. But I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, talking about this. <laughs> I'm like, all right. And I just hung up. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't for me. They literally obfuscated the purpose of the call so well in trying to sell it. That's, yeah. Yeah. I, well, thing is, uh, my number is on my grandparents' phone plan, mm-hmm. and I think I got the phone from them, so I think it's still listed as my grandfather's name. I don't ah, want to okay. DDoS them, like I have some other people. <laughs> um, so a lot of people will be like, 
hello, so-and-so. And I just hang up. Or I'm like, <laughs> that's not the right number. Right. Because it's never like, hey, uh, here's some important information for this person, whether it be medical, financial, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's an old number, and he's updated his shit because he's not dumb. Yeah. But they're still like, can we sell you stuff? In the same way, like, I get mail for whatever previous 13 residents lived here. <laughs> it's not Sometimes it's not even addressed to the person. Mm. It's just like... Resident of. Resident of yeah. this address. Our like, neighbor. Oh, thanks. You're like, all right. I don't know, Mr. Rogers, but okay. Like, I feel like I get the most mail from geico and capital one yeah where they're like hey we got that credit card for you i'm like fucking really i didn't know you guys did that that's so cool got that on lock oh god you can uh do a credit check we'll see if you have this on lock <laughs> yeah i don't really trust phone calls most of the time it's it's spam 90 percent of the time and 10 percent it's meaningful and the meaningful ones will call back so it's like <laughs> i don't know if i don't know it ignore it yeah, and also our, for our day and age, that's not how we communicate with people. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, are you on Facebook? Are you shooting me an email for something? Are you on Discord? Yeah, like at, at least a text or something, right? Like there's a way to contact me that means that's more accessible than a phone call for sure. Yeah. I never pick up on the first ring unless it's just like, this is the FBI. <laughs> I'm glad you have the number saved as <laughs> yeah. FBI. Right. Well, you know, sometimes you do some some uh, anonymous work for that. Well, I wouldn't be anonymous. My story fell apart immediately. <laughs> but yeah, that's our call center uh, story, I think. So good episode quality. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, this is kind of an episode we're just talking about whatever, if that's not blatantly obvious. Um, like how we haven't mentioned the game yet. Yeah. So uh, Ramble Rumble is... Uh, not a game, <laughs> so it's hard to make up stuff about it. I like I like when you start into something uh-huh. and then you immediately back out. <laughs> yeah, I've done that for like um, uh, competitive games or like MOBAs stuff like that. You're mm-hmm. just like, all right, nights the night is young, let's get into comp, and then you're just like, wait, what about my emotional state? <laughs> Cancel, queue up for something casual. <laughs> oh, I was gonna immediately jump to the joke of like. Jake is literally just a tip. It's like, no, honestly, that's plenty for me. Thank you so much. And we're out of here. Yeah, it's a little more into the innuendo side, but how's uh how how's the week been going? How's how's life in the life of Dave? Life according to Dave. Monty Python reference? Um, <laughs> yeah. The week has been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Work hasn't been too soul crushing. Mm-hmm. It's a good place to be. And part of that is, like, I'm on my way out. <laughs> so, like, how much are they really going to rely on me for things? Which is a nice, weird respite, I guess. It's not like, uh, hey, here's, like, you know, like, a stack full of paperwork that you're going to have to take care of. I know that you don't really deal with paperwork. I'm cool. keeping things yeah. vague, right? You're just like, here's something that'll take a month to complete. That doesn't make a lot of sense in this context, does it? Yeah, no. Um, but, no, weeks honestly been pretty decent. Yeah. I know you're looking at apartments. Because you showed me the apartments. Yeah. So it's like... I'm uh, hoping to find something with a little more space than what I have now. Yeah. But still have a cool... I want to be able to host parties vibe. Mm-hmm. Because... I know that I know you like hosting parties. <laughs> it's not like I do with that often. Like, it's Halloween. Uh-huh. And... I really just want to, like, have more people. And, like, hey, I'm going to cook. Come hang out. Grab a drink. Bullshit with me a little bit. Right. Type thing. Um... Yeah, I really can't complain about the week too much. Mm-hmm. It can be nice to have like a big uh, life event change every every decade or so. You're just like, all right, we're mixing this up dramatically. Maybe half decade, I guess. I pencil in, in some heart attacks here. Yeah, <laughs> you're just all right. <laughs> loss now, of limbs. Uh, now I will appreciate you know what I have or whatever. But uh, no, that's. I feel like when you're sick, mm-hmm. you're like, fuck, man. Once I'm healthy. I'm gonna praise the sun, praise praise Jesus and whatever. <laughs> praise anything, honestly. Really, whatever made me. But then healthy. like day two, you're like, yeah, that's what I fucking thought, body. <laughs> Finally, that Western medicine, you've learned your lesson. Yeah, you kinda like reacclimate to normal. The the injustice in it is like you can't acclimate to being sick. Your body is never like, this is fun. You know, like it's always mis- you're always miserable. You get like a day of euphoria where colors are brighter and birds are chirpier. Yeah. And then uh, then it just becomes normal again. Standard 
monotone drab birds. <laughs> <laughs> the birds don't even cheat. They're just like. <laughs> the birds are sick now. They just kind of like exhale. It's oh. not like a wheeze. They're not. Their lungs aren't tight. Yeah. They're not congested. They're not filled with phlegm. It's just. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be great if like you go through. Like a street that uh-huh. has like let's say like somewhere like downtown New York, like a fuck ton of pigeons or something. Mm-hmm. And none of them are like cooing. It's just all <laughs> they're just like smoking pigeons or something. <laughs> they're all just like breathing loudly. Like what the fuck? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So basically, that uh, <laughs> it's that I'm I'm still kind of uh, feeling uh, I'm a, a little bit on the the euphoria high of not being sick because being sick sucked. Yeah. And... Like I you're we've been going for about 10 minutes and you haven't coughed yeah halfway which, about calls <laughs> yeah usually you've just been going nuts yeah like let's say definitely a month ago less than two weeks like you've been getting progressively better yeah thankfully because i was really pissing me off but <laughs> me I'm glad, too glad to feel that you're doing doing better because i was also before you were like two months like a month before you were even sick mm-hmm. i was sick for like two months yeah and i'm like nice <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's kind of funny actually. I was looking at uh, some mail that I had gotten before uh, attending here because I had to go to like urgent care for yeah. some meds and stuff. I'm like, this will probably mostly be covered by insurance. You should really establish those things like when you when you go there. It was like 160 bucks per visit, and then what? two times both me and my wife went, and then I went three times, <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, that's actually money. <laughs> so why are you going to? Urgent care instead urgent of primary. Versus, yeah, fucking primary can prescribe you shit. Yeah, it's probably a good idea to have a primary in that case. Like, I have, I've visited a person that was like, okay, you can be my primary. And then I, I never went again. I'm not so, a, I assume you won't go to the same place that myself and your wife go to? I did. Um, but I mean, I just say, I like, you are my primary. That's all you have to do. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't have to be Facebook official. You just say, like, this is my primary doctor. <laughs> They're like, I guess I'm their primary. That's it. Basically, the, the my uh, kind of litmus test for determining whether I have a primary or not is, like, can I remember the name of my primary if asked who my primary is? Dude, I've <laughs> I've been to some stuff. and They're like, who's your primary doctor? I'm like, I don't know their name, but, like, this is the the company or, like, the building they're at. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I would always see, like, the nurse practitioner, not an actual doctor. Mm-hmm. And the one time I saw an actual doctor, he was very shit at his job. <laughs> like, he was just going through a fucking checklist, like, because it's a yearly checkup. Yeah. And he's like, do you smoke? Do you drink? Mm-hmm. Do you wear your seatbelt when you drive? I'm like, they just sigh get out of here, old answer. man. <laughs> are you sexually active? I just started lying at a point, because I'm like, get me. Like, you're it was not... at the, are you sexually active, actually? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but it was just, it wasn't doing anything at a point. Yeah. And I'm like all right, I don't, this isn't, like, we're just checking off the boxes, literally. Yeah. So, let me get out of here, and I won't do this for a year, thanks. You you don't think they're, like, building out a graph where it's like, all right, this year for his checkup, he said that he does smoke. Last year, he said he didn't smoke, so that's bad. And then, like, they, like, look for discrepancies where they're, like, over a 10-year period, you smoked half of these years. You know, it's, it's a useless kind of question, I guess. Because what are they going to do? Judge you? Or they're just going to be like, that's oh, don't, don't do that. Cause they're like, that's hey, do you unhealthy. ever smoke? And I'm like, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you should probably smoke less. I'm like, fucking really? <laughs> I didn't know that shit. Thanks for opening my eyes. But there's always the possibility that they're just like, what do you smoke? I mean, like, I know a guy. Just like, <laughs> open the open the lab coat. Got some options. Do you like menthols? Or like, what's your deal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the nurse practitioner there, I... You will say I really do like her. Acme Health Co. is, I think, where we We, we don't to make up a fake name. We just won't say the name. Um, it's funny. If you make up a... I mean, you use the, the real name, Acme Health Co. <laughs> All right. So is that Acme Health Co.? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking to Nurse Joy. <laughs> oh, my... I'm not going to remember this fake shit. <laughs> but I remember the one time... Is I it... had I had some like minor skin irritation on my penis. Okay, is this the story we want to go into? I don't care, <laughs> and it wasn't anything. It's all right. We had al- we always was, mark explicit. <laughs> it was probably just like I don't know some small degree of skin irritation, mm-hmm. but I didn't know 
what it was, and I wanted something to just treat it and be done with it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't act like you have a perfect dick, Jake. <laughs> um, so anyway... I haven't ever admitted that I don't. That's the key. <laughs> please submit your questions about Jacob's dick in the comments below. Um, so anyway, I was there, and I wanted to ask her about the thing, but it was also like, bring your kid to work day. Uh-oh. And so like when she came in, she's like... <laughs> Hey, uh, like we have our kids here because it's bring your kid to work day. Do you I, care I, if I have like my daughter in the exam room at the same time? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and was, then afterwards, I'm like, by the way, I have to ask you a question about this one thing. Uh huh. And she's like, gotcha. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna like interrupt for a second and just get close be like, Dave, are are you gonna admit to a felony? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor patient confidentiality. Uh, never <laughs> happened. Yeah, that doesn't exist. I don't think that exists. I mean, it, it does to a certain extent. Like, your private care stuff is covered, but not to the extent of other legal professionals. Like, if uh, you're at risk of hurting yourself or yeah. if you've committed a crime, I think, depending on what you've done, doctors have to report it. Yeah. Um, so. Is that the same for, like, psychiatrists? Uh, I'm pretty pretty sure. It might be. It, they probably have different um, wait, 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 code of wait. ethics standards. Psychiatrists can prescribe and psychologists cannot. I always forget that distinction. Because um, I talk about it once every two years. That sounds right. Because psychiatry would be um, would be therapy and mm-hmm. like uh, actually treating things. Psychology would be the study of, of the mind. Psychology a lot of times goes into psychiatry or like another field. Okay. It's like a, an advanced discipline. I thought usually psychology went to... Uh... I mean, you had to go back to school. You're <laughs> not getting anything with your four-year degree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that too sometimes. But It's uh... disheartening because... What I liked about our major is you hit the ground running. Acme computer degree. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, so many people, I knew, like, a handful of people from our school who, like. Pardon? <laughs> I don't know how I triggered the, I won't say her name in the background. Right. Acme so, home monitoring system. <laughs> Acme Amazon Echo Dot. <laughs> but, yeah, like, a lot of people we knew, like, went to psychology and I'm like, oh, okay, like, what do you do when you graduate? They're like, I'm going back to school, dude. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, all right, see ya. And, like, a lot of them still are not working. Yeah. Or if they are working, it's in a capacity still for another degree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Which I would have killed myself by now. That's nuts. It is a lot of commitment. Like, anybody going for, like, a PhD or something equivalent uh, or, a, like, advanced uh, schooling, I have a lot of respect for those people. Because, like, I just don't have the discipline for it. <laughs> it's, like, I just want to, like, I wanted to have some friends, get some schooling, get a degree, go make money, basically. And yeah. then, like, fund my podcast addiction. It's basically how it broke down. But um, it took me many years to actually start the, the, to cash in on the podcast addiction. You were in the closet for a while, <laughs> I must say. Just record, literally recording up against coats. <laughs> Darren Korb style. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's really tough. It's, and it's tough in the U.S. I know this is, like, a slightly weirder topic than just our usual games. But, like, um, like depending on where you go for student loans, it can get crazy expensive. Especially, like, if you get, like, roped into a private institution or for-profit oh school. Like, good luck. You're going to owe, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars by the time you're done. And it's one of two types of debt, as I used to, like, work in bankruptcy and stuff like that. Uh, two types of debt that can't be um, uh, exempted or uh, can't be discharged during uh, bankruptcy. That and whatever you owe uh, the IRS. Those are the two types. That's nuts. And, like, I know... Uh, I don't. We're getting on the whole like the state of the United States. Um, yeah, I know. Like we we, we literally have like gaming news a, and topics. A quick aside. Quick aside. Yeah. Um, we'll have like this point, and they're just like boom intermission, like right <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> Not really though. It's it's weird how like it's pushed so much. As far as like when you grow up, it's how many people are going to be in your family because you're going to have kids. I'm going to have two and a half kids. I'm <laughs> yes. going to be white. I'm going to make middle income salary. That's a life I'm going to go to college. <laughs> and that's just like what you grow up in. Yeah. And then people are like, no, I got my GED and I've been like working and doing shit. Like, why do I need this college degree? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I didn't need that. Yeah. I mean, I could have done something else. Um, I'm good where I'm at currently. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me always. <laughs> Switching jobs. <laughs> yeah. I'm very yeah. satisfied. <laughs> but I mean, like for what I do. Mm-hmm. 
I don't dislike it to the point where I'm going to have my midlife crisis and just start trying to sell my food to people type right. thing. You can fund um, your vices, basically. Yes, <laughs> very true. But, like, it's always, where are you going to college? Where are you going to college? Where are you going to college? Yeah. And if you don't go to college, you're like, oh, you can go work at McDonald's. Yeah. And like, is. But other people have fucking jobs and careers and do other shit. Yeah. And also, you don't want everybody to have a six-figure... You don't want them to all be rocket scientists, right. which is like that vague, nebulous... Yeah. There, there no, are... but none of you are actually going to do this yeah. type term. There are not actually any real-life rocket scientists. I don't think it's a thing. I don't think it's a real science, Jacob. Fake science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Uh, there's, there's, there's a big push for that, uh, definitely. And so you kind of get hit by both sides. It's like, you have to go to school, have to get a degree... And also, you are going to have to pay a lot of money for it. Mm -hmm. Unless you, like, you luck out and your parents were born rich. Or <laughs> your, uh, uh, you managed to, like, land a bunch of scholarships or something yeah. like that. So. But, like, let's say for the company that we work at now. Uh -huh. as far Ac as Acme Company Co. Acme <laughs> Peter Co. Yeah. I was going to say Company Co. Because it's doubling up on company. <laughs> How about Manco? Manco. Oh my gosh. We'll, we'll get make it slightly, by... slightly game referenced. Sued by Valve. <laughs> they don't fucking own that. But yeah, and people literally made a game about Gordon Freeman and they didn't. Good. It was on Steam. I think. Get out of here, Gabe. <laughs> Where was it going with this? Uh, we work at Company Co. Yeah, and I don't think that as far as hiring, they've ever been like, oh, they went to a community college versus like this certain level of prestigious school. Yeah. They don't give a shit. I think they did want a degree. I think that was that's the minimum. True. It could be the first degree, second degree, <laughs> the third degree. I have third degree burns. Um, Over ninety nine percent of my body. <laughs> but like a lot of those things, um, it it doesn't matter. Yeah, and a lot of it is also like, it, I don't know if it's great to say or not, but it's like who you know. Like one of the biggest things for me, as far as what I got out of school, was a social web that enabled me to like find somebody who I could rope into doing a podcast with. Also, hello. Good <laughs> job connections. Hello. And uh I mean obviously friends everything like that. That was I mean I can I consider that kind of like a bargain, you know, a couple tens of Acme bucks, thousands of Acme bucks later. You're like I've basically got a friend group set up for life unless I move and oh yeah, we will disown you <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Um, and you know, got a job and I can start paying down the acne bucks, but yeah, that's life <laughs> for context. Um, Jake moved here from another state mm -hmm. when you were in your early twenties. Uh, yeah, I moved here when I was 19, early 20, very early twenties. <laughs> yeah. Negative one, twenties. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you didn't know anybody coming over outside of jenny at the time mm -hmm. yeah and then you lived here and then i think it was in college you started meeting like a shit ton of people because of the major yeah and you just yeah. you interact with people in your major and other shit yeah and i don't know if you guys know the major but like once he's got you in drill practice it's just like <laughs> he's he's gonna introduce you to people that's that's how it goes that's a joke <laughs> i'll let you pick up from that while i take a sip of my scotch yeah so uh you mean acme branded Club soda. <laughs> no, we don't just talk scotch like that. <laughs> we have some standards. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's life. So that's, that's about it. School, this, friends, This things. is when I know that Jake's like, feed me a topic yeah, instead I'm of like, just free form. Glances to the right at the screen. You've uh, been doing that every 30 seconds. I know, but I'm actually, most of the time I'm looking over, I'm looking at the... Uh, so we got new we got new audio hardware. This isn't even like on Oh god, the, here's ten minutes. <laughs> this isn't even on the thing. I'll keep it relatively short, but we each have our own mics now as opposed to sharing a blue yeti. We have two audio te technica condenser mics and two the focus right SR two I two audio interface, which is like nice. It is though. It is nice. Like I can't actively hear the recording going on. It's the first time using this setup. Yeah. But when we were testing things before Sounds fucking nice. That's real nice. Um, and uh, hopefully it packs up better. Hopefully the audio quality is better. We I feel will... like someone's going to get to like 23 minutes and be like, sounds the same. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sounds great. Reevaluate their opinion of it. But um, 
yeah, that's uh, I'm excited for it. Um, it's cool. We can also kind of see each other now before we had like a single microphone. It was directly in the center. <laughs> granted, Jake's taller than me. But not while not while our, sitting down. Though. I know. I'm saying like when we're sitting down, our mouths are on the same height, so we'd have it like let's pick up on either side, mm-hmm. but it'd be like in between us. So yes. I'd maybe like lean to the side if I needed to make eye contact to like convey a point or something. Yeah. That's how I knew that I was in trouble with my topic. Is if you like lean to the side, I got like the the eye, the evil eye. Occasionally, I'll tap my wrist like <laughs> check for time. I'm like you don't even have a watch. What are you doing? Or if I want to like give you the double fingers, I'm like fuck you, Jake. The default stance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That's why there's always that joined by my co-host as always, Dave. <laughs> Dave, this time. <laughs> for now. <laughs> we'll see. Oh yeah, but uh, let's jump into you. Pick one from uh, the what, list. One of the, one of the topics from the list. I'll let uh, you pick anyone. Anyone sure. you want. Uh, so coming off of the excited topic, exciting topic of audio, uh, the exciting topic of new Overwatch hero. God damn, Baptiste, <laughs> you knew it was coming. I did. Um, this is uh, they they finally kind of teased um, a hero that was the most prominently featured in the teasing document. It was like a piece of paper, basically. They mentioned Baptiste. They said he was like a medic, had great aim, whatever. Um, and everyone was like, every time they've done this in the past. It's somebody else. Like, they just, they'll name someone, drop information about them, and then it's somebody else. Like, before Doomfist came out, it was the one, or before Arissa came out, it was, like, some girl. Effie, re- yeah. Effie, like, some mm-hmm. young female researcher who was, like, good with robotics. We're like, oh, her? Yeah. It's are, like, are, just kidding. Are we going to play as, a, uh, as like, a 10-year-old? Because that's going to cause some problems. Is <laughs> it just gunned down by soldiers? <laughs> this is... This is a war crime. <laughs> so, real quick, real quick aside related. Yeah. When I was playing Metal Gear Solid Five, uh huh. Um, one of the early oh, missions is like, because it'll say like, like it's movie credits, mm-hmm. like who's in this episode for Starring, this mission. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was child soldiers, <laughs> child and I was soldiers. like, oh shit. So I was, it was like a night mission. I was sneaking up into a bunker, mm-hmm. and there was like, I could tell there was a bunch of people in there. And I was like, you know, it'd be great if I could take them all out at once. Yeah. So I just, I got up close, got the angle, just lobbed in a little grenade. I'm like, <laughs> fucking got them, boys. Got it's going to get like six. Yeah. You, That's efficiency. Yeah. You like bust out the cigar. <laughs> already I already had the cigar and scotch. You're already good. And then I lost the mission because I killed six kids <laughs> because they were child soldiers and you're not supposed to kill them. Yeah. But I had no indication from the outside of the building that they were kids. Like Kazuhiro Miller is just like, uh, he's like, Snake, no, those are kids. <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. But I was like, whoopsie. <laughs> Got him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I had like a similar story for that mission, actually. Mine was slightly different. I, th- I think I identified there were kids early enough. But whenever you started a mission in that game, uh, you could choose to deploy with a vehicle that you had. Yeah. And I found it was advantageous sometimes for like, combat missions if I brought a tank. <laughs> As it turns out, not so useful for that mission. The tank is not a non-lethal way to deal with the children. <laughs> What? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, new Overwatch hero, <laughs> Baptiste. Um, so he's a, a support. So joins the latest support, which was uh, Brigida. Um, since then, they've introduced both a tank in the form of Hammond and a DPS in the form of Ash. So they're kind of doing the rotation coming back. Um, he seems cool. He's uh, He's got like a grenade launcher that has primary fire is a three-round burst um that kills people and the right click is he fires out like a healing grenade that uh pops on impact and heals people um hopefully oh. hopefully the new mics oh, is can that, pick is up is that what a healing grenade does <laughs> yes <laughs> except the difference between he- heal and kill it, it heals your enemies that's <laughs> that's the twist yeah uh you can't actually use the healing grenades on yourself by firing at your feet i've tried it it would be really useful if you could but no <laughs> um and then he has an AoE heal on his shift. Um, that's like a burst. It's not an aura like Lucio's. It's just like nanites into the air. Everybody heals allies and yourself. It's like a burst heal over time. It's not like an mm-hmm. instant. It's not like a pop. Exactly. And uh, his he's actually got a passive, which like all the new heroes seem to have um, something cool. His is if you hold crouch, you'll get like this charge meter on the side of your um, 
reticule in the center of the screen. And then when you jump, you'll like power jump. Um, and it's pretty cool. It's actually really awesome. You're just like, oh, you're, you're chasing after me, duck around a corner and then charge and then boom, gone. Like, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's really weird to kind of have it on a healer. He also has a invulnerability drone, which gives prevents anybody inside the AOE from dying, uh, allies-wise. And then a ultimate that amps healing and damage. So he's he's got the kit. It's actually pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. He has a reliance on actually being able to land left clicks with like the three round burst. And I was I was talking a little bit earlier about how he his gun feels kind of like Counter Strike. Like most of the guns in Overwatch are either very forgiving or they're just like point and click, just click the heads. But uh, this one like has recoil on the next two, the second two shots on the burst. So you're just like compensating and like I don't know. Finally, Jake admits it. Yeah, he's compensating for something. Um, but uh, no, it seems like a solid hero. We'll see what he does. Um, really interesting combos and things you can pull off with him. I will eventually try him when he's not on PTR because I'm fair. not that hard of an Overwatch fan. <laughs> in that I. I just scrolled down on the Discord when people were talking about Overwatch League. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's nice. Whereas I'm like writing out analysis, like bullet points when a new hero comes out, talking about synergies and things. I remember when Moira came out and you're like, what's her DPS compared to like, I'm like, oh, Jesus, fuck. I did have a spreadsheet open. I was like comparing her to Winston. And I was like, could she survive a duel? She can. Yeah. She can, she can win the one-on-one. Uh, yeah. There's more nuance now, but at at launch, she could definitely could. But anyways, that's the Overwatch hero. Uh, what have you been cooking? Wow, that was the <laughs> the smoothest segue. <laughs> the segue just turns like ninety degrees. That was like a segue down three hundred nine, Jake, <laughs> into a wall. That's no, that's actually like a segue down the fucking the parking lot anywhere nearby. <laughs> three hundred nine, you mean craters? Acme, Iowa. <laughs> oh, yes, Acme. Sorry. Um fuck is going on upstairs I don't uh, know. so most recently Cop- carpenters i think <laughs> <laughs> convenience <laughs> so most recently as you know i made why are you asking me you already know this uh i made some salmon the other day mm-hmm. from I like scratch salmon. i i hatched the eggs myself <laughs> i put them in a tank you had like did you have like a, a waterfall they had to like I jump did. up that's the test that they're ready to it was a very stream. small one. It's like mm-hmm. one of the ones you can have on a desk that has like a USB plug-in for power. Oh, okay. That's convenient. Yeah. I but... almost <laughs> believe this story. I'm like the level of detail. Oh, I can I can lie. <laughs> but so the simple recipe is So one of the benefits of Divinity 2 is how broad you can play. Mm-hmm. Like every time I've played as Undead, I love that I can just use my bony fingers to like, hey, is that a door? Is that door locked? Fucking not locked anymore. Oh, yeah. I, I just jam my bony bits into it, and then we're good. <laughs> we're in there. Right. Fingers. Important. Very important. Yes. Like, as you said. Uh, yeah, I think the efficiency, basically, of a free lockpick is really hard to pass up in kind of this traditional adventure game. Yeah, but you still need like a certain level of thievery because mm-hmm. there's certain things is based on thievery for like opening those locked chests mm-hmm. or doors. Yeah. So I could maybe have like a key that unlocks everything except for, you know, higher level locks and you're just kind of fucked. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I'm almost forced into playing it that way. It's really, it's, it's, it's kind of awkward to have like a partial level in lockpick where you're just like, all right, like everything easy, medium, like those are the chests I've got. And then someone else is like, I've done 13 points into this skill. Like I can literally do nothing but lockpick. You're kind of like infringing upon the party dynamic there, I think a little bit. Yeah. Is that something you typically went into or did you go more into persuasion or? I feel like I have to in games like this. It's like if if they're going to put in the time to write a lot of dialogue and uh, design a lot of options. You can talk, talk your way out of situations, maybe get like bonus rewards, something like that, uh, as you can in Divinity. I feel like you have to at least, you have to play that through at least once, right? Yeah. I'm glad that like you were willing to do it because when I played my character on like the first playthrough, I didn't. My character was essentially like, 
oi, cunt. And like, it just, it always went bad because I didn't get any of the, the checks. Right. So in, the, in this kind of situation, like where my character may go up, initiate conversation, be negotiating the price of goods, the exchange of uh, like services, things like that. Your character sees that as the perfect opportunity to come back behind, get the double damage backstab on the now stationary individual. That's the thing, though. One of the things I really like about it is, like, if things were going bad, I could say, like, hey, hey, get over here. Mm -hmm. Because you can control two separate groups of people. Yes. Based on how many players you have. And I'd be, like, mid-dialogue, and they'd be like, all right, have at ye. And I'd be like, I'm pausing the dialogue, get behind them. (laughs) You put the rogue right behind them, or... There was a fight that we did in a church. Yes. And there was, like, seven guys. I'm like, this is kind of problematic. So we dialogue-locked somebody... And then I had somebody else who was strong enough, like, used telepathy to move paintings, giant paintings, to, like, wall this guy in. I'm like, you're in the fucking Thunderdome. <laughs> and then we finished the dialogue, and then we just beat the shit out of this one guy. I'm just imagining a situation where it's like, yes, I accept your duel. As we are at ten paces, we can begin now. But, like, you never execute that line of dialogue until someone's ready to just, like, stab the guy immediately. The Everybody guy's, like, mid-talking to you, but his eyes can still move. He's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't find myself in this situation. Yeah. The other thing is the interaction with services is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. So you can be like, it's raining. Man. Man. <laughs> oh, I, was, I was right there with you. So you can like put out any fires. You're like, oh, cool. And then I'm going to freeze the water. And then people who walk over the water, even if you have an ability that's like a dash ability, mm-hmm. like I have charge on warfare. So I'm like, I'm going to go in this person, and if they're out of physical armor, they get knocked down. Yeah. But because I'm going over ice, there's a chance for, like, every pixel that I get knocked down. I lose my fucking turn. Yeah. And that shit's nuts. Or, like, oh, there's fire. Let me do a wave of poison. There's more fire everywhere. (laughs) Like, every time you add another element into whatever surface, it Mm. extends the lifetime of the surface. Interesting. So, like, for, like, a combo surface, like, you've got uh, smoke, and then you, like, bless it. So now you have, like, holy smoke that would extend the duration of the smoke as far as the game's concerned. I feel like anytime you add it, it lasts for, like, another two turns. Mm -hmm. But what's cool is, like, let's say there is water everywhere, and you're, like, and fire on that shit because you're low health. Uh, Now you're kind of obfuscated behind this cloud. Mm -hmm. So somebody's trying to, like, target you. They're, like... But there's a cloud in the way. I don't know where they are. And I it, hit the smoke monster. <laughs> yeah, it lowers their fucking accuracy, yeah. which just blows my mind. Uh, you take a nice cut of salmon, mm-hmm. Atlantic anything. Uh, just make sure it's fresh and not frozen. Usually frozen stuff kind of comes out tasting a little bit off. Yeah, fishy. Usually is... Well played, you, <laughs> you cocksucker. Well played. <laughs> so you take that, and you put like a little bit of some type of oil, butter, whatever on the pan so it just doesn't stick. Yeah. Uh, and you add honey bourbon to it. Mm-hmm. And you kind of keep it at a medium, low, low to medium type temperature. And every once in a while, you just keep flipping it, let the other side get heat, add some more honey bourbon. Uh, the eventual result is you'll have a nice kind of glaze Yeah. as it caramelizes. And it'll kind of cook into the fish. And that makes a nice, nice little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, I still have some in the fridge. Uh, I took some almonds that I kind of roasted in a pan with a little bit of butter. Oh, yeah. A little bit of salt, uh, more honey bourbon. <laughs> and then I also added some orange zest because I'm the type of person who buys that. I'm like, I'll use it in a recipe. You don't, you don't grind up the oranges yourself, like create your own zest? I should. I'm lazy. <laughs> Just like beat it to a shit and let it dry. Um <laughs> So I did all that and then put it in the blender to kind of put it down a little more into mm. smaller pieces. And then I kind of like sprinkle that over the fish. Oh, yeah. So what you get is like this nice meaty salmon. But then it's kind of complemented by the sweetness of the <laughs> glaze you've now made. And then you get some of the... I hate saying earthy because it's just like a nebulous <laughs> fucking term. You put dirt on it. <laughs> Sprinkle some, some mud. But like you have like the nice taste of the almonds with it. Yeah. So you have like this texture and flavor variety, which I feel like you need at least two or three things for like a good meal. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I'll still eat, like, a fucking... Not, not PB&J, but, you know. Right. Like, I'll have basic-ass food. I mean, like, I'll just eat Chef Boyardee from a can. I don't give a fuck. But when I'm cooking, I want to take it seriously. Yeah. So, PB- but that turned out really nice. Just just for the record, I feel like PB&J is at least three flavors. You've got the peanut butter, very distinct. The uh, the jelly, which is probably has some, like, fruity taste, right? And then the bread, <laughs> which tastes like bread <laughs> so here's the thing though yeah because you'd be like oh pb and j for me i'm like take that pb and j put a little bit of butter on the outside of either bread i do like the and butter and toast yeah. it mm-hmm. like on a pan i don't know about the toast but I can go so the you know you know grilled cheese right you're familiar like with- <laughs> yeah, like as acquaintances can i right? mansplain grilled cheese to you i do actually really like grilled cheese and tomato soup that's yeah. one of my favorite it's so it's the same principle dishes. where you take a oh, oh. Yeah. see i didn't just say Food thing. <laughs> Cheese product. <laughs> Cheese food, food products. But if you just take a simple thing like that mm-hmm. and just put it on pan, like I made grilled jelly at least a dozen times. Hmm. It's really good. That's interesting. Because you never... have like the crispiness of like borderline toast. It's a little softer on the inside. Yeah. But if you like, it's the same as like a mountain pie, mm-hmm. pretty much. I don't know what that is. Mountain pie, you have like a little cast iron... It's like a sandwich clamp. You put a sandwich in it, <laughs> okay. and then it clamps. Oh, like and a panini you put it in a fire. Like you're making well, a panini. You're not press. pressing it. Okay. But you are like clamping it in iron and then putting that iron in a fire. Gotcha. Okay. So it's that's how you cook. It's just called a mountain pie. You just have to have a fire fire elemental like at hand for this, which is pretty. Or limited. you could just toast it on a pan. <laughs> but. And then more recently, I uh, was just fucking around with some curry because mm-hmm. uh, a friend gave me like some homemade curry paste. Mm-hmm. I was like, fuck you. I'm going to do that. So, <laughs> How dare you give me things? Well, the thing is, like, if I find something I really like food wise, I'm like, fuck, I want to learn how to make that at home. Right. Instead of just going out and spending good money um, on friends. Fuck them. <laughs> but I would like to have that skill for myself if possible. Yeah. So I took some basil, I took some parsley, and I took some chives, mm-hmm. diced them up, added like a an array of like probably eight different spices. Mm-hmm. Zero, and then, zero to seven. What? Oh. Acme computer code degree. <laughs> I, sometimes I just gotta like take your puns as like terrible interruptions and just let it let it wash over me. Yeah, I have to I have to get the payoff now because you'll just beat me after the episode's done recording for every interruption. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take these new audio cables. <laughs> God, they're gonna leave some marks. <laughs> but basically, I made that as the curry paste, mm-hmm. and then I took some. Trader Joe's or Acme Co. Coconut milk. Yeah. Mm. You put that in a fridge. They're a sponsor. We can use it. (laughs) Everybody's a sponsor. (laughs) Don't sue us. Um, You take the coconut milk. You put it in the fridge so that the fat will kind of separate from the watery bits of the milk. Yeah. And then I take the fat and I put that out in a pan. uh, And you let that kind of cook. And then you start adding in the curry paste. So you have this nice pan of like very aromatic spices and Mm -hmm. shit. Fragrant branch of your yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna be petrified when you see this <laughs> and then i started adding in chicken i had cut up and like some snow peas and that's it right but it tastes fucking good it sounds pretty and good. i didn't do anything fancy to it i'm just like <laughs> these ingredients and like you let heat do the rest but coconut milk is ooh, fucking godsend it is pretty useful as far as um milk is concerned i mean i drink the almond milk but coconut milk is you know baking <laughs> i still want to cook with you at a point yeah. i want to show you some of the basics oh. so you can like surprise your wife mm-hmm. or maybe you'll feed me one day that's my eventual goal yeah that's uh that's a lofty goal i think it's gonna it's gonna take a little while before i'm just like this is a meal worthy of day that's <laughs> just it'll be the, the grilled cheese and tomato soup campbell's tomato soup thank you for sponsoring us um <laughs> but now that sounds a lot better than um, I think. I, I think I made a hot dog at some point, put it in a bun, had some ketchup. That was pretty good. Was it a bun or <laughs> was it bread? It was a potato roll, I believe. Yeah. Okay. 
I, I, I think that that's my favorite. I think as far as hot dog buns go, I know this isn't like Jake, what you cooking segment, but Jake, what you eating? <laughs> yeah. So, well, I've ordered fast food and <laughs> actually uh, for my uh, Acme birthday, uh, Jenny made me lasagna, which is my favorite birthday meal. And yeah, she said she does that annually. For yeah, you. it's it's like, what do you want to eat this time for your birthday? And like an eight year old, I'm just like pizza. <laughs> but it's always lasagna, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, it's like the same thing. Um, so I was, uh, I've been kind of regularly consuming that because she made like a full pan of it, and it's it's freaking delicious. It's really good. Uh, she's got that down. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's that's what I've been eating. <laughs> just lasagna. Just lasagna. Yeah. Every day when you've gone home, you're like, I'll have some more lasagna. <laughs> well, what does she do to it? Like, what's in it? Is it just there's like cheese, um, shredded shredded beef, I believe, and some sort of pasta, I believe, goes into lasagna, but in many layers. That is, I know I'm literally defining <laughs> lasagna. I think there's. Some I'm like, ver- I don't think Jake knows what's in it. It's like ricotta and, you know, other standard kind of lasagna things. But it tastes really good. And it's better than, like, store-bought family-sized lasagna, which yeah. I've had in the past. Um, which is still good, but this is better, so. <laughs> Not to disparage the store-bought <laughs> lasagna, but yeah. I prefer my, my home cooking. Thank you, Trader Joe's, for this question. Um. <laughs> but, so is that... I know that's, like, become, like, your annual birthday meal, but is that your number one thing? Uh, is just my favorite food. Yeah, like lasagna. Like if you went out to a nice Italian place, would you be like, "What's the lasagna like?" Though is that like your metric food? I think like for Italian, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, it'd be lasagna. Um, For Mexican food, it's usually enchiladas. Uh, I really like enchiladas, especially with like the trimmings that you get, where it's like you know rice beans all of it you know you know exactly i didn't know rice and beans were in what (laughs) mix it all together and if you can't mix it all together then like what are you even doing yeah so um, so like with the the crema a little bit mm -hmm. yeah i don't know what that is but yeah (laughs) i assume that that's like i assume (laughs) i I could be wrong i think crema is like the when you have like a smothered burrito or enchilada Mm -hmm. it's what they kind of like drizzle over top oh Kind of denying you from picking it up with your hands, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're, you have to the molten sauce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically that though. <laughs> um, those are probably my favorites, I would say. And like that I said, the uh, tomato soup and grilled cheese. The problem is like this is the real issue. As I become an adult and I become fat, um, the ratio of like grilled cheese to tomato soup never seems like correct so if you have like a single grilled cheese sandwich split in half mm-hmm. you're like dipping it in the soup you're always left over with like a lot of soup i feel like oh yeah like every time it's not like you put it in for like a day and you yeah. let it soak <laughs> so up good. yeah it wouldn't be nearly as good you get it like on the outside and you're like okay yeah but then you're just left with like tomato soup which is severely diminished without the enhancing qualities of grilled cheese so you're like, ah, I mean, it's soup, I guess. It's it's still fine. It's better when you're sick. Yeah, the thing is, like, for meals, I don't typically want fine. Because mm-hmm. I'll go through phases where I'm like, yeah, sustenance is fine. Right. I'll just find what's in my fridge and be like, that's enough calories. I won't die. Fuck it. And we're done. You've explained this process. Right? Yeah. yeah. I know. You have the, the, but... the binary switch. There are times where it's like, I have a finite number of meals in the day. I want them to not suck. Yeah. Because I hate when I go to a place and I'm like, hey, could I have this? And then they give me something else. And that's my meal. And I'm not going to eat for another like five or six hours. Yeah. And if it tasted like shit, that sucks to suck. That's what you have. Right. Which is why I'm so skeptical of a lot of delivery places. Because mm-hmm. they'll fuck up your order. That'll be late. It'll be some other thing. Or maybe it's a new place you're trying. It's not what you expected. So you file you would file delivery under sustenance instead of the the prepared kind of mm. gourmet sort of I've found some good standbys. Like there have been a lot of times where I've been decently not sober and ordered a gyro mm-hmm. and a boy was that gratifying. <laughs> but then there are other times remember the first time I ordered like a Buffalo chicken salad from this one place? Mm-hmm. Acme pizza wings. 
we still doing this? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the joke ran out of steam like so long ago, but like I was trying to find lettuce in it because it had that much buffalo chicken. Yeah, it was like you know how certain things are kind of like put on a plate, and there's like one one giant lettuce leaf under it for style. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it felt like for this. <laughs> And I wasn't disappointed because I like buffalo chicken. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, we need a salad. <laughs> so it depends. Yeah. I don't know if there's anywhere near here. I, we've literally been talking about food for a while. There's a, I don't know if there's anywhere near here where I'm like, this is the gourmet food offering. It's always just like, I'm lazy. And then she's like, I'm lazy too. And we're like, all right. Well, let's you never get food. want to go out to a restaurant typically, right? Not usually. I mean, unless it's like a special occasion. Yeah, not normally. I like how I keep of leaning my chair back and moving away from the mic. Yeah, you're just like, as Dave <laughs> leaves, do <due> too. <laughs> See you later. You don't go to restaurants? Oh, yeah, I'm out. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a couple places, but it's never like, it doesn't justify the cost for me for the places that we do order from. Yeah. To like, really, really care about it. There's a couple nice places, but there is a, uh, back when I lived in a previous location, there was a uh, <laughs> vague. <laughs> there was Acme uh, pitas available, and Acme pita had really good pitas, and they had like these um, ce- uh, chicken Caesars. Yeah, I'm like, this is freaking awesome. Like when we moved, we ordered said pitas in order to reimburse the uh, good friend who helped us move. Um, because, you know, that's the standard thing. Food and, you know, maybe a beverage or something. Um, One beverage. Yeah, a beverage, right? You're just sitting there just chugging <laughs> beverages left and right. And you're like, here's a bottle of water. It's Dasani. Be thankful. But, um, yeah, no. I don't have any place like that here where I'm just like, oh, yeah, we absolutely need that. Closest thing is Taco Bell, which I'm, like, addicted to now because it's they started... It's a good standby. They started putting crack cocaine in their tacos, I think, is the main reason. No. But no? Is no. that is that slander or something? Um, there's a chance. I don't have any proof, but they might have. Probably. Yeah, you know, probably so, not. As somebody who appreciates <laughs> good Mexican... Uh-huh. Well, I don't... I'm referring to you. Right. I don't file Taco Bell under, like, Mexican food. So it's just, like, a... It happens to be slightly in that family but it's just good comfort food you're like this is good we actually went to um acme mall nearby and uh i'm, I'm gonna start hitting, <laughs> hitting you the next time you say acme D- dave's gonna like be like i need to edit this version because i'm taking i'm like doing a find and replace on the word acme and just taking it out it'll just be weird cuts but uh they have um a mexican place up in the food court that yeah. opened up kind of like since the last time we were there and uh, I had eaten Taco Bell previous in the day. And I was like, I actually had this discussion where, with Jenny where I was like, it, usually I don't want the same kind of food twice in a day. You know, you don't go out for burgers and then yeah. go out for burgers, right? Um, but I don't have that overlap at all with Taco Bell because it doesn't fill the Mexican food slot. I'm just like, I'm going to go get enchiladas, which is not something you get from Taco Bell, really. Um, so anyways, that's the Taco Bell spill. Spiel. Spiel. Do you remember the uh, little Cinnabon balls? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I had one, and I was like, diabetes comes to us all. <laughs> or I had, like, half of one. It was... It's too much. Mm-hmm. It I is a lot of sugar. I really don't need that much. I like hints of... I like the the subtlety, the nuance of certain foods. Mm-hmm. I hate when things are... I mean, to be fair, when I was younger loved all that shit yeah i know i've talked to you about jolly rancher soda before mm-hmm. which they was... literally liquefied jolly ranch not literally <laughs> yeah but it was so close like the blue raspberry jolly rancher soda yeah one of the sweetest things i've ever had but it it's so fucking intense yeah i can't do it anymore yeah even like diet sodas um some of them are too sweet like um our uh, our Taco Bell started offering a diet uh, Baja Blast recently, yeah, which is something that's available like in a lot of other ones, but it finally reached ours. Um, and uh, I tried it like once, and I was like, "This is still it tastes like pretty sweet." It's like it tastes pretty sweet, and it doesn't have that like satisfying smooth kind of flavor of normal Baja Blast, yeah, that you get with all the delicious calories. 
Um, so I'm like, ah, I'm going to stick with unsweetened iced tea. It's how I realized that I'm becoming old. I'm just like, that, but that candy has like a lot of sugar in it. And I was like, it's not really going to, it's going to just give me an upset tummy. <laughs> That's how I know I'm growing up. You know, I use the word tummy. <laughs> I don't like these nummies for my tummy. <laughs> I think you're just like me. We're like, hey, I have dentist bills to pay now. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Not worth. Not worth. So, anyways, that's the food corner. Uh, other stuff that we've got here, <laughs> as we approach the uh, Acme minute mark, I was explicitly not saying how far into the podcast we are in case we have to come back and cut stuff. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, some of this stuff doesn't matter, to be honest. Listeners don't let's, care. Let's let's pick like one. Pick one. I don't know if I can pick one. I'll pick one then. <laughs> I'll pick five after you pick one and just. I run also feel it bad. You're like. How was your week? And I kind of went and explained some of it, and I didn't even ask you. 35 minutes later. <laughs> no, how, are, how are things going? Like a, a general sense. Don't get too personal. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't give me your dirty laundry. I think it's... Just think, tell me you're good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's been going pretty fine. I'm actually excited for the, the audio hardware. It's like um, I kind of just work on things uh, at work. And I go home and I play games and periodically I record podcasts. And sometimes when I haven't been sick for months, I run D&D. And it's kind of like my life, you know, talk to friends, play games and enjoy stuff like that. Yeah. And like being able to invest in a hobby that like I derive a lot of personal satisfaction out of is rewarding. Um, And I, I enjoy that. It's like, thankfully, the hobby is very periodic. Like I have gaming. I have the podcast. And neither of those are like, I'm addicted to a like, like class five, triple X, like restricted drug that, you know, you can only acquire from, you know, some third world country or something like that. Um, or airplane piloting, you know, something else that's really expensive. <laughs> um, so I kind of like, it's nice to, to be able to up the ante a little bit as far as the podcast is concerned that's very meta what do you on the podcast what do you like the uh, podcast, uh, the podcast. <laughs> jake don't sell it they're already listening oh <laughs> uh, yeah but that's my week other things that have happened this week is uh uh i now i have to pick one of them you already said you were going to pick one but uh anthem continues to be a um a fire i don't know if it's on a dumpster or not it might be a good product that's also on fire but uh, i just <laughs> for me personally um i'm like a crotchety old man where i don't like a lot of things to begin with uh-huh. um but also i've in- ingested so much media at this point in time mm-hmm. where if it's not something new and exciting it doesn't thrill me it's not subversive in some degree uh-huh. or it's like pushing a boundary i'm just like okay like it's just the same old shit yeah like when you have like these movies that come out where it's like oh it's a summer comedy with so and so i'm like i've seen it already (laughs) like i'm sure i would watch it enjoy it and be entertained yeah but it's not something i would go out of my way for and that's how i feel a lot of recent triple a tales have been where it's like that's a genre that's making money yeah let's make a game but let's drop the ball I, I, everywhere. Yeah, I know. Like, it's they're dribbling the ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've struggled a lot. Reviews have struggled a lot. They've been trying to patch it a little bit, but um, I got a note here that the the PS4 version has already had a price drop five days after the release of the game. That's kind of a bad sign. That's insane. Yeah, like it is actually insane. That's really fast. Um, that being said, counterpoint to what you said a moment ago, I know you were talking about possibly trying out like Apex. And that is definitely on the wave of popular games, so it's kind of like... I've played... I just want to, like, kneecap your arguments. I, I've played, like, 30 it minutes a, of it. It's a hero. Um, I've never been a Battle Royale type person, mm-hmm. and I just did a couple random matches with strangers. Oh, you played it? Yeah. Oh, okay. How, how's For, it? like, 30 minutes. How's, oh. how's, how's it good? <laughs> is it good? <laughs> um, I, like I said, I haven't really played Battle Royales, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But it seemed interesting enough where if 
other people were to play it with me who I knew, right? I could see I'm getting a squad to together <laughs> and doing it a little bit. I wouldn't take it too seriously because it's not my genre of game, right? But You're not gonna go ranked and like quit your new job and no. go pro. <laughs> it would just be cool to get like because I think your squad size is three. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like me and like two other people who I love and trust and who also don't suck at FPS. Yeah, and sorry, sorry, dude. <laughs> You're, you're way better than I am. <laughs> I don't know but, about FPS. No, I'm definitely as better person, at all as other a games. <laughs> I mean, obviously. No, um, so. It's like I'm curious to try a little more. Yeah. But, like, if I don't, I'm not too put out. Mm-hmm. It is interesting, like, how quickly it's taking off. There was a... Oh, yeah. I saw a, a post on, like, the Overwatch subreddit, I think, where it was talking about how three ex-players, ex-pros for um, some of the teams from the Overwatch League actually right. got together and made a team for Apex. I was like, it was at this point that I realized that there were teams for Apex. Like, right? Like, they're jumping on the bandwagon like a little bit early, I feel. But, you know, hopefully yeah, it works it's out. It's like day one, game launch, day two, esports. I'm like, <laughs> what happened? I just, I just wanted to play. <laughs> but, yeah. I would say maybe check it out a little bit because it is it's free. Yeah. So it's not so much of an investment bandwidth yeah. cost, right? Depending on where you live. I know our Australian listeners have to pay uh, rated costs for <laughs> bandwidth. Yeah. I don't know how to sentence that. But <laughs> pay for bandwidth by the pound, <laughs> I think is the right way to say it. My one eye is twitching. Um, I don't understand technology. <laughs> but I mean, it is class-based. Everyone has like a little bit of different slight skills. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into them because I don't remember them, but I don't know. Maybe down the line. Yeah. Give it a shot. Maybe we'll see if it's worth coming back to. Um, other stuff is kind of just uh, going on. A lot of stuff we don't care about. One of these I uh, already had talked a little bit on the side about, but uh, Overkill's The Walking Dead was pulled from stores, um, and their contract was terminated for being able to use the license by the owners of The Walking Dead. I don't know who that is. AMC, PCB, PBS, something like that. One of those three-letter acronyms, I think. Um, it's yeah. AMC's. AMC's. Yeah. The Walking Dead, yeah. Um, but yeah, its Metacritic score for PC was 51 points, which is approximately half of perfect. But as it's not a linear graph, 51 is really bad. <laughs> It's just like some guy somewhere thought your game was okay. <laughs> I played your game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You were capable of finishing the game? Great. 50. <laughs> so um, so what does that mean for people who have already purchased the game? I mean, they'll continue to have their copies. If they had it on, I believe it was available on Steam. Steam has a policy where if they pull the game from their shelves, you can always download it from your library. Mm-hmm. They never, like, go back and just, like, delete the distributable. Um that i know of they maybe some very extreme cases where they're like it's actually illegal for us to have this on our servers how did this get greenlit you know they might actually do that but otherwise you can always go back so the people who have it are part of like a niche group now because nobody else can actually attain is that what you're saying yeah it might be too bad of a game to like have like collector's edition you're like oh man this game was pulled from the shelves and it's worth so much money now. super rare you're just like yeah but it like it crashes (laughs) so i'm not gonna get that um but yeah overkill made our other um our other game we used to spend a lot of time on I do too, which Payday we had too. an early episode on. Yeah, so bonus points if you're a long-time listener and you listen to that garbage back when we made it. Our, uh, our standards have fallen really far since then. <laughs> <laughs> but the audio quality's gotten better. <laughs> yeah, things have been a lot better recently. Things have actually been a lot better for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. So I kind of want to ask you a personal question, and I feel like this is a safe enough space for me to kind of just yeah uh well thanks for joining us for this episode of uh, soapstone today guys uh i know it's been you know another long one but hopefully our banter has kept you interested for uh way too long uh, i don't know i don't know what you're doing what are you doing with your life what are you doing but thank you for listening and as always you can send in your feedback to soapstone podcast at gmail.com um 
And uh, you can also participate in the discussion on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. Very active. Very active. Um, but as always, thank you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. So let's just do like a quick exit sound test. You know, okay. We can just save it. Uh, what do you want me to say? What's a good vowel syllable type thing uh, to range wise? Just like uh, vowel sounds, some consonants in them. Just random stuff, I think. Okay. Aweem. Yeah. Awep. Okay. Aweem. Awep. 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 Aweem. 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 A jungle In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Let's let's call it there.